Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Have you ever wished you could start over? Have you ever wished that there was a second chance in life that you could do something new, that you could rebuild yourself, that you could, uh, you know, make the past in the past and move toward another future? If so, then you know you have to learn how to make that decision, make different decisions that move you forward. And Today's expert is helping us in making those decisions. Um, hello, Catherine Thierry. It is so nice to meet you and to have your expert advice on making that decision of starting over. Uh, do you want to give people a little bit about your story and how you started over? Well, nice to meet you, Sarah. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Yes, I'm a little bit about myself. I'm a former German teacher. I taught German at high school for many years, more than 20 years. And I decided late at 50 to change my career because uh, I think uh, I had to take a second chance and I had to, to bet on myself and not to to rely on others to move me forward. And so I decided, but the decision was uh, quite difficult to make for me because um, I was, as a civil servant, I was attached to my status. And um, in France, there is, a, there is a model, there is a special model of success. We value people who work for, for the state, who, are, who, who become civil servants. So changing job for me was also disrupting the culture in which I, I lived because uh, I, I felt a bit um, starting a job as an entrepreneur. I, I was regarded as, a, as an outsider. Uh, I was disregarded and from, my fam from my family and also from my friends and uh, from, from the people who decided to, to continue to work as civil servant. I was uh, really regarded as a... Um, an outsider. Yes, I love I love the outsider word. And I think when we were talking before, you used the word disruptor. And I want to yes. say, mm -hmm. ah, a 50, you know, in your 50s, when you made the yes. decision, 50 year old disruptor. Um, and I, yes. I want I want our listeners to hear that because I see so many women who think, oh, well, I'm I'm already 50. So I might as well just keep doing what I've already been doing. And, and you're here to say they can do something different. Yes, and uh, there are still, it's, it's never too late to change because uh, now we know that women live longer. Now we live uh, till uh, above uh, eighty, and so there, there are still time enough to 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 think bigger, to do bigger things, and to even to succeed. The time is not too short to achieve other things and to reinvent themselves. And uh, I don't understand when people say you you are fifty and uh, it's over for you, game is over. And uh, I get angry when I heard this because uh, it's not true. We always have the choice. We always, and uh, age should never be a barrier to uh, achieving our dreams. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's a false uh, excuse to say I'm too old. Uh, I think people do not want to empower themselves to change their life. I think it's a false excuse. And uh, at 50, you can. Uh, I decided to make a 
uh, radical career change because starting as an entrepreneur, when you have been uh, working as civil servant for more than 20 years, that's really a disruption <laughs> because there are only, I think, uh, 1% of people in the, who do that. In to France? Decide to, to move from, uh, to, to work from a civil servant, to work as an entrepreneur. I think one person is willing to do this, uh, this career transition, this uh, radical choice. So I belong to the, to the minority of uh, women and uh, I, I'm proud with my choice. And that's why I love talking to other entrepreneurs because they are in that 1%. And there was yes. so much courage that yes. came with mm-hmm. disrupting. There's so much mm-hmm. courage. Um, so I wasn't telling myself I was too old. Mm-hmm. I was telling myself I was too young. Ah, yeah. Okay. No one would listen to me. Mm. Right. No one would take me seriously. And I think it's funny the way our brains play tricks on us. Yes. Mm. Right. If you're either too young, too mm. old, too yes. fat, mm. skinny, too pretty, too ugly, too yes. loud, mm. too quiet. And I love that you pointed that out and said that uh, telling yourself you're too old is your brain lying to you. Yes. It's, it's a way to disempower yourself also. Because so when you you to, you you told yourself you tell yourself you are too old you 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 do not change you stay you remain even in the same situation and uh, it's a way to 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 not move forward to to stay um, how should I say uh, to stay the status quo to to remain in the status quo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's too it's too comfortable, and um, maybe people choose to stay um, unhappy. They prefer to stay unhappy because the cost, maybe the cost to staying unhappy is is um, not so high that the cost of making a, cha- a change. I think so. In the U.S., we call it hitting rock bottom. So you yes. have to hit rock bottom before you make a change. And I, I wish I could change this about humans so much because that's a rock bottom is a hard place to start over. Yes, if, yes. If, if we can get that courage and make that decision, mm-hmm. because if you're 50 and making a change, there's a very high chance you have. 30 years or more left yes. to live. 30 yes. years yes. is a very long time. Long time, yes. And you can achieve a lot huh, in the 30 years. Yes. You have time enough to achieve your goals, to make your dreams come true, to, to succeed. Uh, I think um, a lot of uh, women do not uh, realize that 50 is not... If you are unhappy in your job, you, you have to, to change radically and not stay uh, in the situation where you, where you wait and you wait and you, you do not know why, why you, what, what you are waiting for. Huh? <laughs> yeah, waiting on your fairy godmother, right? Yes. Magic mm-hmm. coven or your, your genie coming in a lamp. Yes. Now, you talked about women learning to become the center of their own decision-making. And I yes. loved praise and, and men too. I definitely know, you know, I know you work with women historically. I've worked with women, but I know some men who struggle with this too. And yes. maybe they had a very controlling parent or mm. someone who made all their decisions for them or controlling boss or an yes. older sibling who the family mm. centered around. It could be anything. Mm. Um, 
So how do you learn to become the center of your own decision-making? How I have earned. Learned, yes. How did you learn the center of your own decision-making? Well, I I decided to not depend on external validation. When I I make a decision, I I do not ask... um, I do not ask everyone if it is the right or the wrong decision. I follow my my gut, and uh, I, if if it feels right for me, I will do this decision. And I'm not uh, asking uh, because when you ask, you you reveal that you are not self confident and that uh, you are not able to make a decision. You let others decide for yourself, and that's uh, that show lack of self worth, self esteem, and uh, lack of self confidence. I think so, and. Um, I think that's the problem with some women who were who not uh, trained to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And they always so, let their husband or their parents decide for themselves. Huh? And that's how I was raised. I was okay. raised, my dad was a very strong decision maker. And okay. then I found myself in romantic relationships with people who are very strong decision makers. I also surrounded myself with friends mm-hmm. who were really decision makers because then I could ask them Mm. and at the time I didn't realize that's what I was doing and Mm. people outside my life would say everyone in your life is very bossy and they boss you around Mm. and I was like Ah. no they just care about me no they're just caring about which now I I don't like that right uh but I know I had to learn to become that that self-confident decision maker do you have Mm. any tips for women who are, who are looking to start that process? Well, I think uh, if you change the totally your professional environment like me, because I changed from being a civil servant to becoming an, an entrepreneur, I think you have to to reach out to people you, who you want to, to become like, you know? Change your I circle. Yes, you have to create a new circle of people you identify with. Otherwise, you are you are going to stay stuck in the same environment with people mirroring the same identity, and you are not going to to move. So you have to to recreate to a new circle of uh, of influencer who will influence you in uh, in the se- in the sense for in your interest. I think so, because uh, otherwise, if you stay in the same environment, you are not going to. To, to move, you are not going to make a decision. Uh, you will not, not feel confident and courageous enough to make a decision. So you have to step outside of your environment and to reach out to other people, either through networking events or virtually while attending events. So you will create a new environment with people you identify with, and it will help you become the person you want to become. I think so. Mm-hmm. You have to first to act like you want to become the person. Uh, if you do not act like, you are not going. Uh, identity is not uh, changing overnight. Huh? Behavioral process, I think so. Huh? You change your identity when you adopt the right behavior. Your identity when you adopt the different behavior or adopt yes. the right I agree with that so much. And we talked before, you know, there's all kinds of resources online that say we make 35,000 decisions a day. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we already are decision makers, whether or not we identify as a decision maker or not. We're already yes. making decisions about 
you know, I'm right now I'm drinking smart coffee. So it's not real coffee. It's ground mushrooms and collagen and some of this healthy stuff. Well, that's a decision I made. I could have had regular coffee or this type of coffee and this type of coffee supposed to be good for my brain. So I'm at this coffee, you know, it's a, it's a small decision, but definitely more expensive. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's small decision, but with a great impact can have a great impact. Brain health, you know, brain health is uh, is an important decision. But when we start to find these these decisions, we are already making, especially good decisions we're already making. Maybe we decided to walk instead of you know uh, take a ride. You know, yes. maybe we decided to exercise that day. Maybe we decided to reach out to a friend. Maybe mm. we decided to um, get up early and get some of our work done so we could spend more time with our family later that day. You know, when we start to remind ourselves Mm. that we are making some good decisions, it can help us build that identity of decision maker. Yes. Yes. True. Yes. And I think it's a a matter of habits of changing our our daily habits because behavior has, has always to do with our habits. If you do not change our habits, our habits, we are not going to change our behavior. And I like to refer to the book of uh, James Clear, you know. Atomic huh? Habits, so good. Yes. A, a small, teeny change of habits can have a great impact uh, on, our, on our life. Huh? Changing uh, even little, teeny habits can always have a great impact on our life. And I think everything starts with changing our habits. I read something this week about from a nutrition coach when I was oh. writing my new book, mm-hmm. which is Simple Habits for Complex Decisions. Writing a book is terrible for your health. It's terrible. You're you're sitting, you're sitting, you're sitting. And uh, so I hired a nutrition coach and started working with her because I knew I couldn't keep eating the way I had been eating. You have to change your eating habits. I had to change my eating habits. And she said that if you lost 0.2 pounds a day, which seems like nothing, that would be 20 pounds in like six weeks or something. I have it done math but you know uh, that's exactly what uh, atomic habits talks about it's like okay i'm not gonna have butter or you know bread that day you know and it's two pounds they're point two pounds that has yes. huge results after yes. after a bit of time um mm-hmm. and so it's so just it seems to be a teeny habit but uh, it, it has a great impact on your health physical and mental and and even emotional health yeah. Huh? Yeah. So because uh, we have uh, every habit we take, they have they can have a holistic approach, an holistic impact, and uh, we we are not always conscious of that. We are not always aware uh, that we always we think that we have to make big decision to change uh, our life, but that's not the case. We can start with small decision. We are not uh, people are always afraid. Well, but if I change. Uh, this or that, I will have to make big decisions. Uh, no, you, you can start with small decisions while changing your habits and, and so you can achieve your goals. While changing uh, teeny little habits, you people do not realize that they can change their life only with changing li- teeny little habits. So everything starts with changing your, your habits to build a new, a new, a new behavior and to new uh, way of new pattern of thinking, of acting, uh, of behaving, I think. Uh, so I like, I like this book of uh, James Clear because uh, it's, it's atomic habits, um, 
is about changing little things to have great impact in our life. Mm-hmm. Who can have a great, which can have great impacts in our life. So, Catherine, if there was a listener who knew that they wanted a different second half of life, who knew they wanted to recreate their story and and rewrite the ending, Mm -hmm. but they were scared or felt trapped or felt like they had to fulfill the obligations of their parents or Mm -hmm. society, what what advice would you give them? Well, I would say uh, you only have one life. Your ambition in life should be to, to find your purpose and your meaning in life. Because if you are not able to find meaning and purpose in life, you are not living your life and you are living the life of someone else. And that's uh, the sense of failure. You have failed for me. <laughs> you have failed for me too, Catherine. I love that. <laughs> Will you tell people where they can find out about you and working with you and the work you do? Well, I'm present on social media because I'm in the process, uh, in the process of rebuilding my website. They can find me uh, on, uh, I post uh, regularly on uh, LinkedIn, on LinkedIn platform. So if, if they want to reach out to me, they can send me a DM, a DM and uh, we'd be happy to, uh, to have a call with them. And I will put that in the link so you guys can check okay. out that thank uh, you. in the show notes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Catherine, thank you so much for helping us and congratulations on your new life. Congratulations. Thank you. On- I'm and happy with my new life. <laughs> I know I made the right decision. I know I made the right decision. And that's the most important thing. When you know, when you know that you have made the right decision, even late, there is no late. There is always on time, I said, people. Because people always say, well, you are 50, you cannot change. No, if you change at 50, you are always on time. You are always on time. There is no such thing like late uh, decision making. Uh, if you change on 50, it's always on time. I think so. I love it. Thank you so much for helping us on our journey to becoming toxic person proof. Are you loving the Toxic Person Proof podcast? Don't forget to check out the book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof. Clear the confusion and learn to trust yourself again. Available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support, and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof. 